Good morning. Today we'll be studying the third chapter of Hilchot Shofar Sukkah and this chapter will be dealing with um, the Shofar, specifically the nature of some of the sounds, um, the procedure of blowing the Shofar, and the Berachot having to do with um, Tehiyat Shofar as well. How many blasts of the shofar is one obligated to hear on the on Rosh Hashanah? As we talked about for Harambam, again, the mitzvah, the mitzvah is to listen uh, to the shofar, not to blow the shofar following the opinion of the Geonim. Tesha Tekiot. One is obligated to hear nine blasts. The Fishin Ne'emar, as the Torah uses the following word, Teru'ah. The Torah uses the word Teru'ah both for um, the Yovel and for Rosh Hashanah a total of three times. It says in regards to the Yovel, and then in regards to Rosh Hashanah, it says the following, Yelachem Shabbaton, Zichron Teruah Mikra Kodesh in Sefer Vayikra Perek Abgima. And also it says in, in Sefer Bemidbar Perek Kavtet, Yom Teruah Yelachem. Vechot Teruah, Peshuta Lefaneha, Ufshuta Leachareha. And every Teruah sound, there is a straight blast before it and after it. Umipia Shemu Alam Medu, and through uh, the oral tradition, Chachamim um, learned that every teru'ah of the seventh month is to be regarded as one unit. I, whether it be for Rosh Hashanah or for Yom Kippur of the Jubilee year, nine blasts should be heard on each one. So nine sets of blast, blasts. Tekiah utru'ah utkiah. Tekiah utru'ah utkiah. Tekiah utru'ah utkiah. Sorry, not nine sets of blasts. Rather, nine blasts. Simply... Um, Simply a tekiah, then a teruah, then a tekiah. As we said, every teruah before it has to be a um, normal, a, a straight blast. And anyone who's been to Beit Knesset on Rosh Hashanah knows what these sounds are. So a tekiah, teruah, tekiah, tekiah, teruah, tekiah, and tekiah, teruah, tekiah, accumulating to a total of nine blasts. al This teru'ah that is mentioned in the Torah, due to the long uh, succession of years and long and, uh, and exiles, we are in doubt as to the exact sound of this teru'ah that is mentioned in the Torah. 
if it is to be the sound of lamenting women who sound as if they are sobbing, or or whether it be a sighing sound, um, as men repeatedly sigh in times of great trouble, or both combined. Whether or whether it be both of them combined, the a sobbing sound and a sighing sound that follows it, because that's um, typically the way one sound when um, they are worried. So typically when a person who is worried um, makes a sighing sound and then sobs therefore we do all of them and this is following uh, the takana of Rabbi Avhu in um, in in Masech in the source for this is in Masech Dor Shana Therefore, we do all of them because we are in doubt, the, both the sobbing and the sighing. And this sobbing, the, the sobbing sound uh, is what we call the teru'ah. And the, the word teru'ah means a type of um, long trembling uh, sound. And this sigh, one after another, is what we call the three shevarim, or the three broken notes. And the following is exactly how one should do the tekiot. Just a heads up. Um, before we read uh, the tekiot themselves, a mnemonic um, that I think would be helpful for anyone following is the following. Basically, the seder tekiot is tashrat, 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 tashat, 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 tarat, 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 and taf being tekiah, shin being shivarim, and the resh being tirwa. Gimal. One makes the biracha. One makes the tekiah, then three shavarim, then a tiruan, then a tekiah. One does this three times. And then, and then the next set is the following. One does the tekiah, then three shavarim, then a tekiah, and we do it, and we we repeat this three times. And then one does a tekiah, then a teruah, and then a tekiah, and does this three times. We find that the total number of tekiot is 30 in order to avoid any doubts. Basically, nine we do the nine sounds that are, we are obligated from the Torah with a combination, all possible combinations of the two different um, 
to the lost sounds, all amounting again to three. The duration of the sound of a teru'ah is to be um, the length of two tikiyot. And the sound of the three shavarim should be the duration, the duration of a teruah. If one did a tikiyah and then did a teruah, So if someone um, chose to do an extremely long tikiyah, and elongated it twice as long as the first two. So for example, if a person did, if a person um, needs to do, for example, tiki'ah shivarim tiki'ah, and tiki'ah shivarim tiki'ah, and he basically um, did an elongated tiki'ah in between the two shivarim. It is forbidden, um, the, we don't say that um, these are considered two separate tikiot, and we don't say that you simply do a teru'ah after this elongated tikiah. Rather, ella afilu kol ella hat. Even if he um, elongated this tikiah an extremely long time, it's only considered to be one tikiah. And after this elongated tikiah, one must do another tikiah, and then can do the shavarim. Sorry, and then does the teruah, and then does the shavarim. So irrelevant of the length a person did the tikiah, uh, it has to be two separate sounds in order to be considered two separate tikiot. <laughs> If one person heard a tikiah um, at one time and then heard it a second time later on, even if he waited the entire day, these two tikiot combine. And one fulfilled their obligation. And this is all assuming that he heard the entire sequence in the proper order. Now that he should hear the teruah, and after that two tikiot, or two tikiot, and after that a teruah, and anything of this sort. So, so Hanabam here tells us pretty clearly that one must do, um, one must hear the shofarot in the proper sequence and order. And when we say bava, it's sequence, we're referring to tashrat, or tashat, or tarat. Tikiyah shevarim teruah, or tikiyah shevarim tikiyah, or tikiyah teruah tikiyah. Al-Khabab. Shama' tesha tikiyot tish'a bin adam ke'ehad. If a person heard nine tikiyot simultaneously um, from nine different people. Lo yatsa figu ahat. One did not fulfill their obligation even for one of the tikiot, because as we talked about, one must hear um, the tikiot in the proper order, as mentioned in the previous halacha, and as we mentioned in halacha aleph.
If a person heard the the tekiah from one person, then the tiruah from another, and a tekiah from another, um, and he heard it one after another, he fulfilled his obligation. Even if he heard it during intervals, even if these intervals were spread over the entire day. This is extremely interesting that Rambam tells us that one only fulfilled their obligation once he heard all nine sets because all nine constitute the mitzvah and therefore they delay the validity of the other blasts for one to fulfill their requirements. So until one did not hear all nine blasts, he did not fulfill their requirement for listening of the shofar. And again, just um, to point out, we do the nine blasts today because of the safek. But in Haram Bams tells us that despite the fact that we do it misafik, all nine blasts are required to be heard in order f to fulfill one's obligation of hearing the shofar. Halakha Now we're going to get into um, the procedure of blowing the shofar. As most people know, who again, who have been to Beit HaKinesna and Rosh Hashanah, we blow the shofar during the Amidah. And just to refresh our memory, uh, the Amidah of Rosh Hashanah has three components to it. Uh, avot, no, sorry, Zichronot, Malchuyot, Zichronot, and Shofarot. We proclaim the sovereignty of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Then we talk about um, our uh, national memory, Zichronot, and Shofarot. Um, which speaks about the shofar. And those are the three themes in the middle of the Amidah of Rosh Hashanah. The congregation or any gathering of more than 10 men, 10 Jewish men above the age of 13, are obligated to hear the order of the Tekiot Sorry, to hear the tekiot during the order of Berachot, namely the Amidah. Ketzad. And this, how so? And this actually follows um, the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, not Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri and the Mishnah uh, Rosh Hashanah um, Perek Dalid uh, Halachahe. Ketzad, how so? Omer Sheliach Tibur Avot Ukvurot Ukdushat Hayom. The Shaliyah Tzibur begins with how he normally would, with the Beracha of Avot, Kevrot, and Kiddushat, Hayyo, Kiddushat Hashem. Sorry. And then Malchuyot, Vetokeah, Shalosh, Veomer Zichronot, Vetokeah, Shalosh, Veomer Shofarot, Vetokeah, Shalosh. And then he says the Beracha of Malchuyot, then blows three blasts, then says Zichronot, um, the, the, the Berachot of the theme which a theme is our national memory, and then blows three blasts, and then um, gets to the theme of Shofarot, and blows three blasts. And then he finishes off the Amidah, as he would on any other um, day with Avodah, Hodaya, um, and Birkat Kohanim.
הלכה חטא. שלוש ברכות אמצעיות אלו של ראש השנה ושל יום הכיפורים של היובל, שהן מלכויות וזיכרונות ושופרות מעקבות זה את זה. These ברכות um, that we mentioned, מלכויות, זיכרונות ושופרות, uh, are the middle ברכות for ראש השנה and for יום הכיפורים of the Jubilee year. And all three delay the others. So you need all three to fulfill your obligations, similar to um, the nine blasts of the shofar. And one must say in these berachot, ten pesukim having to do with the theme of that respective beracha. Three pesukim from the Torah, and three pesukim from Sefer Tehilim, and three pesukim from Nevi'im. I'm not sure why Harambam here um, preceded uh, Tehilim uh, before the Nevi'im, and if anyone has any uh, suggestions as to why, I'd really love to hear them. And he wraps up the 10 with a, another pasuk from the Torah to conclude that beracha. But if he concluded with, his, with a pasuk from the Navi, he fulfilled his obligation. And if a person said one pasuk from Torah, one pasuk from Ketuvim, and one pasuk from Nevi'im, he fulfilled his obligation. He doesn't necessarily need three to fulfill their three from each to fulfill their obligation, nor three specifically from Te'ilim to fulfill his obligation. Even if a person just said the following, in your Torah, uh, it says the following, and said any pasuk from the Torah and stopped with that, he does not need anything um, more than that. We do not mention in these Pesukim uh, of Zichronot that we bring for anything that having to do with calamity. And we'll see an exception for that in a moment. But Arambam here brings a few examples. Zichronot, Kigon, Kigon, Veyizkor, Kibasar, Hemma. Harambam brings up an example of a pasuk of Puranut that is the following. It's a pasuk in Tehilim, Mizmor Ayn Het, which says that he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembers that they were but flesh. Um, a wind that passed away and doesn't come again. Malchuyot. This is a pasuk in Yechazkel Perikhav that in regards to Malchuyot, we don't use pasukim um, of the following. will rule over us and be king over us with fury uh, and a poured out will. 
שופרות, כגון תיאור, שופר בגבעה, חצוצרות ברמה, זה פסוק הושע פרק כ', שופר בגבעה, חצוצרות ברמה, הרי ובית אבן, אפרים לשמה תהיה ביום תוכחה, היו שרי יהודה כמשיגי גבול, עליהם אשפוך מים, אשפוך כמים עברתי. That blow the shofar in the Giva'ah, Ephraim shall be desolate on the day of rebuke. Below Zichron Yahid, a few with Tova, and not even the remembrance of a singular individual. That shouldn't be said either. As we talked about in Hilchot Tefillah, this Zichronot has to do more with national memory. As demonstrated by the Salacha, a figure of Tova, even for something benevolent or something good. Kigon Zochreni Adonai Birtson Amecha, as a pasuk in Tehilim Kuvav, says to remember me, God, in the favorance within the favorance of your people, or Zochreni Zochrali El Hai Letova, or in Sefer Nehemiah, that it says. Uh, remember unto me, God, uh, for um, for good. And um, any time it has to do, the, the Torah tell, says, um, or the Pakod Pakati, as it says um, in Shemot, uh, and Pakod is a little bit different than to remember, as Pakod is to attend to or to observe. But again, Zichronot has to do with national uh, memory. And this follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, of Rabbi Yehuda and not Rabbi Yoseh. And as the Gemara in Masechet Roshana, Lamed Bet, Amud Bet describes, However, this is the exception that, that I uh, referred to earlier, that one may um, bring Pesukim, may utilize Pesukim that have to do with the calamity of the other nations. Kegon, Adonai Malach Yurgizu Amim, just like uh, the Pesuk in Tehilim, that God um, is the sovereign, may other nations tremble, or or Pesukim like Zechor, Adonai Libne Edom, Et Yom Yerushalayim, Ha'omerim, Aru Aru Adhe Yisodbah. This is in Tehillim, the famous Mizmar Am Naharot Bavel, that God may you remember to the sons of Edom the days of Yerushalayim. And the continuation of that is for God to take revenge on Edom. Another Pesuk, Adonai Elohim Bashofar Yitka Ve'alach Bisarot Teman. And this is actually... A pasuk in Zechariah that um, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will, so to speak, blow the horn and go with the whirlwinds of the south. So those types of pesukim may be used, even though it talks about calamities. But the calamity uh, of the goyim is permitted. Halachat, halachat, sorry. 
שמע ישראל, אדוני אלוהינו, אדוני אחד, אתה הראית לדעת וידעת היום והשבועות אלה ולכי כי אדוני הוא האלוהים והשמיים מעל הארץ מתחת אין עוד, כל פסוק מאלו מלכות היא עניינו, אף על פי שאין בו זכר מלכות, והרי הוא כמו אדוני ימלוך לעולם ועד, ויהי בשבילון מלך. So the, the following פסוקים, despite the fact that they don't necessarily explicitly mention the sovereignty of God, they all have to do with the theme of Malchuyot and the sovereignty of God. So for example, Shema Yisrael, Taoret al-Adad, you have been shown to know that God is the, um, that God is um, the Lord of the heavens. Um, and you shall know today, and internalize to your heart that God is the um, Lord of the heavens above and the earth below, and that there is no other God aside from him. And it's similar to the Pesukim of May God be sovereign from now uh, and forever. Sorry, God, may God may be, so, may be the sovereign forever. And Vahibi Shurun Melech, interestingly, Harambam um, here says that God here is the king in reference to that Pasuk. Uh, there are other opinions saying that either the Torah is the king or Moshe Rabbeinu was the king, but here it seems that uh, the Peshat is that God is the king. This follows the actually, interestingly, the opinion of Rabbi Yoseh, and not like Rabbi Huda, also in that Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Tafla Medvet Mudbet. Halacha Yud Aleph. Haminhaka Pashut, the Seder Tikyot Shlo Rosh Hashanah, but Sibor Kahu. And Harambam is here is going to describe the widespread practice of how the Tikyot were done on Rosh Hashanah in a Sibor. After the Torah is read and placed back in the Aron, interestingly, um, most communities today uh, don't, if I remember, no, actually the Sefer Torah is taken back. The entire uh, congregation sits, and then one gets up and says the following, Blessing are you God, um, Lord of the universe. He sanctified us with his mitzvot and instructed us and instructed us to hear the sound of the shofar. And the entire congregation answers, Amen. And the goes back and says, And the nation in the congregation says, Amen. And and the person seemingly who says uh, the Beracha um, does 30 Tekiot, as we mentioned um, in Halakha Bet and Gima, because of the doubt as to the sound of the Tiru'ah. And he says it in the proper order. Then Kaddish is said, and um, everyone gets up to say Tefilat Musaf. After the Shaliyah Sibur finishes uh, the fourth Beracha, in the Amidah, which is Malchuyot, Tokia Tekia Shelosha Shevarim Terua Utkia Pam Ahad. One, the Shof, the person, the Shaliyatibur set blows the Tekia, then does three Shevarim, then a Terua, and the Tekia. Umbarech Beracha Hamishit, Shezichnot, the Hashagumra, Tokia Tekia, Shelosha Shevarim Utkia, then after he says the next Beracha, which is Zichronot, after he finishes Zichronot, he does the tekiah, three shevarim and a tekiah. Uvarech berachashishit shei shofarot, 
לאחר שגומרה תוקיע תקיעה תרועה ותקיעה פעם אחת וגומר התפילה. Then after זיכרונות, one says the sixth, ברכן the עמידה and the final one following the themes of Rosh Hashanah, שהיא שופרות, which is שופרות, and after he finishes it, he blows a תקיעה, תרועה, תקיעה once, and completes his תפילה. Interestingly, Harambam here, I mean not so interestingly, Harambam here um, makes the Pesach HaLachalik Rif and Shulchan Aruch um, also um, is Posek in the same way, but the Tosafot in Rosh Hashanah, Daflamid Gimel Amud Bet, quote Rabbi Natan bin Yehiel Miromi, Baal Sefer HaAruch, who was a Chacham in Italy in the 11th century, who says that um, the Minhag is the following, and this is actually what most communities do today, that you hear 100 blasts on the Rosh Hashanah, 30 before the Amidah, 30 during the silent Amidah of Musaf, 30 during the out loud Amidah during Musaf, then 10 after that in Kaddish, and some communities, specifically Sephardi communities, have Aminhag um, to do uh, one more Tekiah uh, before Aleinu. And that's pretty much the uh, widespread practice today, in contrast to what Harambam, the Rif, and Shulchan Aruch describe. The same person who blew the shofar when the nation was sitting is the same person who does the tekiot when during the Amidah. And the reason for this is that um, just as the Hatsutsarot in the Migdash were blown while the people were standing up, so too the shofar is blown while we are while the person who is blowing it is standing up. And this follows something that Rabbi Tzachak ibn Giyat quotes in the name of Rabbeinu Ha'ayyeh Ga'on, who quotes Rabbeinu Sa'ad Ya'on, that the, it is the person who is blowing the shofar is prohibited to speak between the tekiot um, that are done while the congregation is sitting, and the tekiot that are done in the Amidah. And if a person spoke between them, even though he violated this instruction, he does not need to go back and make the beracha again. From the strict legal perspective, uh, each uh, set of sounds should be heard. Um, each set of sounds of three should be heard uh, in each beracha of the Amidah, just as they are heard when the entire nation is sitting. Rather, because they fulfilled their obligation and got rid of any safek during the tikiot, that were done while sitting, we don't need to trouble the tzibur um, to stand and during the Amidah and to hear all of the tekiot, rather one set for each beracha 
is sufficient so that they hear the tikiot combined with the amida. Again, in contrast to the widespread practice of today. And all of these things, but Sibur is in regards to the congregation. However, in regards to a singular person who's praying, however, a singular individual, um, it doesn't matter what if he heard um, a singular individual, whether he hears the blast during the brachot or not, or whether he hears them standing or sitting, his obligation has been fulfilled and there isn't an established minhag or established practice for this. As we mentioned, um, the tiki, each of the tikiot are me'akiv each other, and each of the berachot are me'akiv each other. However, the omission of the blasts does not invalidate the berachot, and the berachot do not invalidate the blasts, and they are two dependent, two dependent mitzvot. Shete ayarot ve'achat yodea bevadai sheyesham misheyevarech lahen tesha berachot ve'ensham tokea uvashenia safek imi yesham tokea safek ha'ensham holech if um, one of two towns is known to have someone able to say the nine berachot of Rosh Hashanah, as back in the day, uh, these berachot were said and not everyone knew these berachot. And that place, no one um, was able to sound the shofar. And in the other city, there is a doubt as to whether... Um, Whether it does or does not have someone um, to sound the shofar, that person, the person who's in doubt, should go to the second city. Because the sound, sounding of the shofar is a Torah obligation, and the berachot are a rabbinic um, institution. Next week we'll do, do perek and start delving into the halachot having to do with sukkah.